Today's episode is brought to you by Omeo. Omeo is a travel booking platform that makes planning a journey in Europe and North America effortless. Just enter your travel details and Omeo will magically give you all the train, bus, flight, and ferry options for your journey. It's never been simpler to book your first real vacation for 2021. Best of all, using Omeo saves you time and money. That's a win-win in our books. Omeo wants to help you leave your house this summer by offering 5% off your next booking. Just head to omeo.com and use the code OMIO5, that's OMIO5 at checkout. Valid until July 31st for all new users on all modes of transportation. It's just the pick-me-up 2021 needs. Omeo, plan, book, and love the journey. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, Doug Wagner, from Films in Black and White. You know, we love being an independent podcast and turning out high-quality content that you know and love week in and week out. There are, however, some costs associated with that particular content, and we are asking everybody, if you love the show or if you love independent podcasts, head over to patreon.com slash films in black and white and sign up for one of our tiers there. Each one of these tiers gets you access to some exclusive content such as our weekly live stream, video episodes of the show, early access to bonus episodes of the show, uh, and just so much more as we continue to grow and develop. So again, head over to patreon.com slash films in black and white, sign up there and help us keep this independent thing going for you all. Now on with the show. Oh, and yeah. I was like, and I was, first I was like, is this movie about LeBron James just patting himself on the back? And so like we go through and I'm like, I bet they won't talk about that time he switched teams. And that was like, oh no, they're not gonna do that. And then they showed the scene where he switched teams. You may fire when ready. podcast to give you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is Films in Black and White. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Films in Black and White. Hello, everybody. How are you all feeling? We are excited to be with you. Uh, this uh, fine evening to talk about a talk about a movie. We're going to talk about a movie to, to this mm. week. We uh, are. And I just, before we get into the rest of the podcast, and before I introduce everybody, I, here's I want to I want to lay out the stakes of this particular episode. Mm. <laughs> stakes. We oh. could go either way on this movie. I'm going to start there. <laughs> so you two, based on our chat and where are things at. I think the two of you are going to be playing one side or the other, and I will render my final decision at the end of this. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's kind of how I'm feeling about it this That's week. It's because I, I, for one, will say that this movie was a jam. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Welcome to the jam. Come on and slam. Come on and slam. Welcome to the jam. Welcome man. to it. Um, well, you hear jam. my guests, and so I'm just going to spare no more time and introduce them. I'm going to kick it on down to a one, Brian Roush. Brian Roush, how you feeling? I am feeling great today, everybody. I'm currently writing all my notes about Space Jam because <laughs> I, I, this movie. It, I don't know. I there's so much happening and not happening, and I'm so excited Ooh, to talk yeah, about it. And I'm so lot. happy. I it just came with HBO Max. I'm just I'm <laughs> thankful for a lot. 
right now. That's how I am. I'm thankful. Brian's got, Brian's got my Black Widow energy, and I think I, I like it. That. It's nice that it goes both ways, that it's yeah. not just one way or the Look, other. It'd be boring if we all had the same opinion. For sure. I don't Very think true. we do this time around. For sure. We, we all remember the early days of this podcast when Marcus and I would spend an hour and a half going, yep, well, I agree. Like, <laughs> oh, Doug, you got great, no, Doug, you got great taste. Marcus, you got great taste. You have great taste. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Find gentlemen. <laughs> I'm gonna kick it on over to a one Marcus J. Destin. Marcus, how you feeling? What up? I'm good. I'm here. Oh. It's a it's a Monday. Y'all don't know that because movie magic, but uh we here. Magic. It's the beginning of the week, and uh, you know, I'm happy to be here. That is fantastic. We are glad that you are here. Um gentlemen, I am doing well as how are well. you, Doug? I just I didn't know what to do. It was awkward. No. We're just I, gonna leave it there. I was writing down things about Michael Jordan. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm doing well. It's a great Monday. Um, and so, yeah, it was a good weekend and things are doing well. Gentlemen, we are back as a uh, trio, as yeah, a yeah, we are. as a thruple, as okay. I feel confident saying. Yeah. Um, yep, there it is. Marcus is doing the long division in his head. Um, <laughs> the we back. would be proud. He's always <laughs> happy with that. Um, but we got to get to we got to settle some score. And we, we got to get ourselves to catch that quotable. Catch um, for those of you who are joining us, this is the segment where we quiz each other on a quote from a movie, um, see who can promptly get it wrong, um, and then go from there. If you all need an update on the scoreboard. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. This, oh, this, hey. is, this is where we're at. So I Brian continues to hold the lead. Um, I trail Marcus by one measly point, um, and Marcus <laughs> is kind of in between us. So that is kind of where things are at. One so measly. I'm going to kick it on down to a one Brian Roush to Hello. say, Brian, how would you like this week's show to go? Do you want to pick somebody to go, or would you like to go yourself? I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick it off. I'm gonna kick yeah. it off. Okay, yeah. Brian. Kick it off, Brian. Set that right. fucking tone. Yeah. I, I love it. The quote, gentlemen, from me tonight, or whenever you're listening to this, is knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe. Mark has got it. There it is. <laughs> thank you. All thank right. You. Well, there well, you have it. First, uh, I wanna, first, I want to thank God, and then I want to thank my mom <laughs> and my dad. You know, what about them? None of this is possible. I, I just want to make a really quick note. I was like, I'm going to get one from G.I. Joe because Snake Eyes is coming up. And I looked at all this dialogue on IMDb. It is so flat. Like there is, there is <laughs> almost nothing about this that like makes it. There's unique. a reason I like, walked out. I, I mean, like literally, the quotes around this one are: "I thought you special ops guys were supposed to be tough, and when our master was killed, you took a vow of silence." And it's like <laughs> it's the literal, it's the literal, it's the literal dialogue of the scene with no emotion. Yeah, I, I, like I tried so hard to pick something out of here, and I was like, "This is all so generic." So, way to go, Marcus! I what, what nailed you? it. Thank you. Well, you know why it was so flat? They wrote that around Channing Tatum, so they had to downplay the writing to <laughs> okay. match his oh. acting. All right, everybody, two syllable words. Yeah, everybody keep it short, simple. Even when he (laughs) called out for his ex, Anna, Anna, and it was like, that I wasn't even convinced that y'all knew each other. It was just it was just awkward as <laughs> hell. Just shouting a random name. Anna? Yeah, Anna. Beth? <laughs> Three people turn around. What the hell? Our, our Magic there? Mike fans are going to be tweeting yeah, at us. Probably. Probably. Yeah, yeah, Mar- Marcus, since you did this, why, why don't you take it? Why, let's go for it. Why don't you do your okay. quote? Yeah. Right. I can do that a lot. Um, <clears throat> Gentlemen. Wow. And everyone listening. <laughs> 
Here we go. I try to live in the now where the ghost of old wrongs do not abide. Oh. One more time. I try to live in the now where the ghost of old wrongs do not abide. Oh my goodness. Um I have I am completely lost. It does I don't know if it's it's one of those that could go either way. Like it's either a comedy or it's not. So no, okay. I, just, I, I don't know, man. I don't know if it's a comedy. This feels like a this feels like a drama, maybe mm-hmm. really cheesy action, like mm-hmm. you can't tell me what to do. It's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's in the past type yeah, thing. Some grizzled veteran is lecturing a rookie. <laughs> yeah, right. It's, all, yep. it's always a grizzled grizzled veteran. Always. Yeah. All right, Marcus, we yeah. are gonna slap that hint button. So yeah. what do you got for us? Slap it, slap um it. invisible. Invisible. Um, okay, I'm gonna give you my guess. Yeah, hit me, Marcus. Is this the sixth sense? It is not the sixth sense. Huh. Great guess. Great guess. Yeah. Ghost. I see where you were going with see where, that. See with where that. I was going yeah, yeah. with that. I saw yeah. where you were going with that for yeah. sure. Plus, you said invisible. I was like, well, you can't see a ghost. So, yeah. hey, this isn't the Invisible Man. It is not the Invisible right. Man. I also see where you were going with man. the hint, Invisible. Right. Um, gentlemen, this movie is the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Mm. God damn it. Yes, right. that was yep. by Captain yep. Nemo. Captain Nemo. I did well, say cheesy action movie, Doug. I, yeah, I did, did say. You hit it you right were, on the nose. You were right on. You, you were right absolutely on the nose. Right that was on. the movie that was like the Avengers, but if the Avengers could only be like public domain characters. Yep. Yep. That was exactly yep. it. It, yep. was, uh, it was Sean Connery who, oh who yep. got a curse put on him that he would only live forever if he stayed in Africa. And his superpower was being able to shoot anything down. Yes. And living forever. Like being an expert hunter. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was it, honestly, it's a good movie to rewatch to see like how corny it was because they yeah. had Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, yep. vampires. Uh, Captain Nemo was literally named after um, the book. Um, oh yeah, Twenty Thousand right. Leagues Under the Sea. Yeah, so so like all and, of this, but it's based yeah. in like the London in the seventies, sixties, yeah, like yeah, fifties. Yeah. I think even beyond that. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of all over the place. And I remember Doctor, like Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. I remember Mister Hyde looked like a tank from Left for Dead. Yes. Like, he, he was like, yes. tall, like huge, yes. yeah, and yeah. like yeah, running all over the yeah. place. He had like um, Tyrannosaurus Rex. Sawyer, isn't it like a good. Tom Sawyer like character yes. in there too? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man. There, are, this is all over the place. Well, good movie, good quote. Yeah, um, thank you. Way yep. to stump us. Good work. Yeah, um, excellent, gentlemen. My quote for this week yes. is. She's going to be fine. Tattooed kid on a motorcycle. Actually, uh, she might already be pregnant. Oh, shit. She's going to be fine. Tattooed kid on a motorcycle. Actually, she might already be pregnant. This, this feels a like a comedy. Yeah, feels like a comedy. Is it a is it a cartoon comedy or is it a live action comedy? <sighs> I, I feel like it's like a live action in the vein of like... I don't know. It's not Will Ferrell, but it's Will Ferrell adjacent, if that makes any sense. Uh, that absolutely makes sense. First thing I thought was like Juno. Second thing I thought was the one where Seth Rogen and they have the parties next door. Um, like oh. that's the comedy styling I'm 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 thinking uh, of. That's neighbor, kind of it's just in. neighbors. Yeah, I think I'm it's just sure. neighbors. Yeah. Dang. Would you like a hint? Yes. Yeah, let me slap it. Your hint is <laughs> RV. Oh, this is Robin Williams. RV. It is not. That's oh a good guess. Gosh. Not with it, but that is not the movie. 
Okay, it's not Robin Williams. It's not. You're, you're telling me there's an RV involved? I'm telling you there is an RV involved. Oh, man, this is awful. Oh, uh, I mean, I'm trying to think of, like, other RV road trip movies, and I'm, I'm totally... I'm totally blanking. Um, it, it, this isn't road trip, right? It is not road trip. Right. I see where you were going with that. That was good, gentlemen. Gift, this is the 2013 comedy "We're the Millers" with Jason oh. Sudeikis and Jennifer Aniston. He where they drive that little blue car with the, drive seen the RV movie. back from Mexico with a bunch of marijuana in it. <laughs> and my inspiration for this was Catherine Hahn because Catherine Hahn is in this. Is she really? Role. She is. So oh, isn't that I, the one where they were like a fake family? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yep. that's right. They're and the guy with the eyebrows and kissing. No, no regret. No regrets. No. Re yep. No regrets. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, no regrets. Yeah. Not even one letter. Yep. That's yeah. where it is. Yep. Perfect. So, that was great, dude. Great. That, that was a good. That was a good one. That, that was, was a good, good one. round of catch that quotable all around. And Marcus, you inch yourself closer. Just as a reminder of the scoreboard. Yeah. yeah. You inch yourself closer to striking distance for Brian. Ooh, so yeah, you know, if you go on a run, you may. It's coming. Yeah, to I'm gonna. Sorry, I gotta, we can't, we, I gotta we up can't. my game from like GI Joe here. I gotta like I'd be yeah. mad if I didn't get it. Sorry, we can't update those scores in real time, y'all. We don't have that kind of technology. We <laughs> do not. But, can <laughs> but if you, you join our Patreon, yes. we can get there. We can so yes. make sure to join our Patreon. <laughs> Brian. There you go, Brian. Million Dollar Podcast, we have the um, technology. Gentlemen, speaking of going on a run, yeah. let's talk about Space Jam, mm. A New Legacy. Yeah. Let's so, do that. Full disclosure, Marcus and I continued our trend of Wait, seeing hold on. In Wait, the theater. Hold on. Hold on. Brian, would you like to give a spoilers warning? Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I would. Hey, folks, uh, if you're new to the podcast, we're going to spoil this. We're going to talk about the whole movie. And if you are a regular listener, you know we're going to get into every nitty oh, yeah. gritty thing. Especially with this one. We're going to get into it. Because it's, a, it's not us if we don't. That's very true. Um, but we continued our trend of seeing this in the theater. But yeah. we brought harrison with so Ooh, i can provide guy. a four-year-old's perspective on whether or not this movie was good or not um so there's that um but brian how did you consume this particular movie well uh we we watched this at home uh on saturday uh not that that matters but uh yeah we watched this on our hbo max account on our tv in our living room and it was wonderful that's fantastic that's kind of clutch though i mean the more and more the year goes along and what the more and more this experience or this option exists of staying at home or going to go see it. Yeah. I appreciate it a lot more because there are moments where you're like, I don't have time to make it to a theater. Um, right. For whatever reason that may be. And like just having that option of being able to watch it at home. I don't know how long they'll do this, yeah. but it's a good option. Y yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's worth noting too. Like we can post and we can post this in the chat. Um, Brian, you shared an article today about, the kind of the finances of this. Oh man. Um, we can get yeah. that on our Twitter and on our Facebook pages. Cause it's an interesting yep. read of how much people collect from what um, we Marcus, though yes. we're not the only folks who saw this in the theater mm. um, because space jam to date based on box office numbers that came out today made $31 million. It did give At LeBron another ring. So there you go. Um, I don't know what that means for anything. Um, Marcus, <laughs> would you care to give us a barbershop summary for this particular? Oh, movie? yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yes. 
right, so what had happened was <laughs> you get this recreation or a sequel or a reboot, whatever, however you want to view it. I don't really know what it is. It kind of floats in between those lanes. But you have the classic Space Jam and you have Space Jam. Um, what's it? Space Jam Legacy? Yes. Space, Space Jam, Jam New, Le- Legacy. New Legacy. New Legacy. That's right. I forget the what you call it. I just call it Space Jam. So here's what had happened, right? You get a continue another reason to beef uh, Michael Jordan versus LeBron James, basically. Okay. True. Um, because you have the original movie Space Jam that came out a long, long time ago. Don't give me yeah. the exact time. It came out a long time ago. Michael Jordan went down, had to go save Bugs and them in the Toonie Land to beat the Monstars. Okay, and they yep. had to go beat the Monstars so they can save themselves from being kidnapped and being put on the planet. That was essentially the plot line of that movie. This movie really follows not so much the, the Looney Tunes. What they do is they they follow LeBron. Okay, and LeBron is a dad that's very strict and really serious Mm -hmm. about basketball, and he really wants his kids to play basketball and to be great. Um, and so he doesn't let his he don't he's not really supporting his kid, not deliberately, but he you know he wants to you want this kid to play some basketball to learn the rules, you know, not to quit, don't be a quitter, all that kind of stuff like that. But ain't really supporting his kid dream. Okay, he's not really supporting his kids uh uh, um video game dream. So the kid has made this badass video game in in his room. I don't know how he got that technology. <laughs> but we'll call it privilege, um, Beverly Hills privilege or whatever. Um, yeah, he got this advanced technology, made it in his in, in in his room. He's also got advanced CIA technology uh-huh. to scan people into his damn phone yep. that they never he even sure does. Yeah. But um, whatever. So so basically, what happens is LeBron goes in and hears this fire ass idea from Warner Brothers. First time for everything. Um, so they hear this fire ass the idea from Warner Brothers and Don Cheadle, who is algae rhythm or the algorithm, is on there and he's telling people like LeBron, we could scan you into any movie. You could be anything like blah 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 blah. LeBron forcibly says, No, this idea is whack. I was like, In real life, he'd be like, No, let's do that shit tomorrow. Like, come on now. But then, so, so basically, he insults Algae Rhythm. Algae Rhythm gets pissed. He he then goes and like he's he's got to take it because Al is like, I want my time in the sun. So he wants LeBron James to help him. LeBron yep. says, No, he then goes for the kid who knows what he's talking about. <laughs> he kidnaps them both and takes them into what is called the Snyderverse. Kidding. It's called uh-huh. the Warner, what's it called? The server called the serververse. The serververse. He takes them into uh, the server verse where uh, basically this is where wb flexes and puts their balls on the table and tells you everything that they fucking own so they go and they show you every true. single movie property universe whatever it is <laughs> that hbo owns they i mean that warner brothers own they put it right in this movie okay yeah. and so they have to essentially play this game which for lebron to get his son back from algae rhythm algae rhythm turns his son against lebron okay and so but the kid is being manipulated and if he win if algae wins Everybody gets to stay inside of the Snyderverse, and if he loses, then everybody uh, gets to be free and doesn't have to stay inside of the the locked vault inside of this little verse thing. And, and so, like, basically, that's the whole thing. It's a mix of technology, family support, love for the new Space Jam for a new generation. Ba- yeah. That's you know what you got yeah. it. You nailed it. That's it's pretty much. That's pretty much it. And you were able to follow all of the bizarre like subplots of this movie because there's this main thread that's going through and much like the multiverse it just kind of like branches off from there and nobody's (laughs) pruning shit so nobody's pruning shit i'll be honest with you as i was explaining that in all seriousness i realized that it's a lot in that movie at once because 
Bugs Bunny has his own plot, has his yes. own plot line. The his LeBron's son has his, LeBron has his, even LeBron's wife kind of has theirs. So it's and yeah. LeBron's manager. <laughs> Everybody has this plot line yeah. and trying to lead back to this central, this central yeah. message of the movie. And, and honestly, it's a lot. I'm not gonna lie to you. Oh, you are absolutely right. It is a lot to it's have lot. to keep track of. Um Gentlemen, though, I do want to start us off on a good foot. And just for our Let's listeners, we are going to try and move away, away from this formal well, good, bad, ugly and just try to yep. kick it and just have a much more like natural it. flowing conversation. So but we oh, do need to start yeah. somewhere. And this is the natural start starting point of yeah. what did we like? Like as we're sitting here and we're kind of experienced this, this, whether it's at home or in the theater, what are some things that jumped out that you enjoyed? Marcus, <laughs> look at Brian. I, no, I, I, no. I, I, I like the I like the role that Brian is playing this week. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you; it is pleasing my soul. I do like Brian being like, "I'm gonna tear this shit apart." And I, I'm, no, honestly, I, I, I'm not. Just have some questions. That's all I have. <laughs> That's usually what people who are good at nitpicking shit say. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I just have some. Oh, some I just need to analyze this and just kind of poke no. some holes in it. That's what just, Doug used to say I'm, to me. I mean, I'm channeling some like young college debate yeah. coach energy yeah. here, so that's fair. Yeah. Okay. No, it's okay. Not bad. It's just it's not great. Some, there's some things that may be problematic, but I want to yeah. ask some questions first. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, what I'll say is, what did I like about it? Context is very important. So I'm going to start yeah. right. If we're just in a natural conversation, yeah. context yeah. is important. The way that I digested this movie. I digested it with one of my best friends and his son, oh, right? And nice. so this movie also reflected, um, it was kind of like what was happening on screen and then witnessing what was happening over here. Like right. they're telling Harrison, I love you, buddy. Giving them hugs. Like they're enjoying this movie. So for me, seeing that on the screen and then this happening on the side, I think it gave me a completely different experience. Yeah. Um, and I do sure. think we should start looking at the context of where we, you know, context is, is super important on how we're digesting oh, this stuff. Sure. What's going on around us? What is the environment? Going to a movie and seeing this, if I was at home, I guarantee I wouldn't have liked it. That's I fair. Guarantee okay. But I think okay. the message of the movie, along with what was happening in my environment, when what I liked was the message. I That's enjoyed fair. the idea and the reflection the reflection of um, this new idea. You have three black leads. Yes. That's very true. Yes. I was going to, yeah, go ahead. Young, old and middle aged. So, so, and and they were just having conversations, how they say internationally movies like this with black leads on sale. That's what they said um, about a lot of different movies in the past. Um, Like independence day being the main one that was on the timeline a while ago. Yeah. Um, They told Will Smith as a black lead, it wouldn't sell. Yeah. And so yep. you see this movie, you have a LeBron, you have LeBron who's well known. You do you have his son and you have Don fucking Cheadle carrying this movie on oh, his yeah. back. Don yeah, his Cheadle. back has gotta be sore because he mean, put this thing on his back. Sore. <laughs> like he needs an ice bath right after that. So what I enjoyed was the message of this movie, the reflection yes. of a good, healthy, naturally, you know, it was it was it's 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 Trauma. It's not trauma. It has its bumpy roads, but it's natural bumpy right. roads. The relationship between LeBron and his son and trying to understand his son better instead of it being based in trauma and toxic and impossible yeah. shit to get over. So that's where I'll start. That's what I enjoyed the that's most. Fair. Actually, that's- I, I, I want to jump in real quick. I agree with you, Marcus. Uh, and I'm really glad you brought it up. Like, like 
Ed, the 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 folks in this movie the the lead the son the even the antagonist everybody mm-hmm. like they're black like yeah. And, yeah, and it's yeah. it is not it, they don't even like i don't know they don't even like highlight it it just it just is, it just is. And you don't yeah. you don't see that a lot and i do mm-hmm. feel like that should be celebrated and i feel like i feel like the other thing too here is like the family portion of it like yes is it is it will it challenge you no is it a good message though Absolutely. And I'm yeah. never, ever going to like hate on something that like does have a good message because yeah. uh, like LeBron does play this like stereotypical, like you got to practice, man. And it sounds like, but dad, <laughs> I don't dad. want to. And he's like, oh, you're making video games. And at first I was really worried because I was like, oh, this movie's like. Video yeah. games are bad, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. By the way, we will talk about that Game Boy later. But uh, oh yeah, like, I have some thoughts on that fucking okay. Game Boy. That, but like, I really liked, even though it was super predictable, I did mm-hmm. enjoy LeBron using his dad energy of being like, "Nah, man, yeah. if this was if this is what makes you happy, like I'm gonna mm-hmm. support you." And like, yeah. that's awesome. Like that's that's what dads should do. And it doesn't yeah. matter if you're telling your kid to practice basketball or you defeated. Mm-hmm don Cheadle in a game of basketball in a yeah. video game yeah. like after all of it you just you're there to support your kid and like that's awesome and i really yeah. like that yeah. yeah absolutely yeah i thought that i thought the messaging on it was really really cool um and i appreciate the fact that they it's almost like they kind of um they did the eight mile thing with this where it's like i'm gonna make a joke about this being about there being black leads mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. movie so no one else can say anything because mm-hmm. we're gonna recognize it and say it's something that's such not a big deal okay. we can kind of make fun of it and kind of move on mm-hmm. so i thought that that was really cool that they did that um i appreciate the message 100 percent, and just to kind of boost what you all are saying of this idea of even though there's friction in a family you can still not want you know what i mean like even if there's friction and even if there's tension like understanding is the way that you kind of you know you heal that and Mm -hmm. and i appreciate that chase throughout the whole thing of like it's not the stereotypical sports dad where he's like looking for a pseudo son when his son's not there because that's the sports i mean sports dad movie is (laughs) johnny just doesn't get football right and rick's disappointed yeah. All until Bobby comes along <laughs> and Bobby's a star athlete. And it's about how Please little names. Jimmy's trying to get his dad to pay attention to right. him. And yes. it's a whole stupid trope that we can deal without. I appreciated the fact of like, I love my son. Mm-hmm. I need to find and rescue my son. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, that it's not like I'm looking for someone to substitute my son from the Looney Tunes. It's <laughs> nope. Like, I need to get my my yeah. son, my yeah. son back. Um, the other thing that I really liked about this is I grew up with Looney Tunes. Like my yeah. so fun fact about Joe Wagner. This might oh. be a little bit of a surprise. My dad would watch a movie, like watch a looney tunes short and then he would as the credits roll at the end of the short he'd be like oh shit the animator was this guy he was great and i'm like how the fuck do you know this like yeah out of nowhere like he knew which cartoon was a bugs because of who was on the end title card it's it's one of those things that i never understood how he was able to place those but he did um and there was some like Looney Tunes uh, style comedy in this that I appreciated. Like there were moments with them that I genuinely chuckled at. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So I thought that that was kind of cool too. So that's what, what I also enjoyed about this. Yeah. 
other things that you all enjoyed about this particular movie? I <laughs> I enjoyed how Sarah Silverman <laughs> and um, Stephen Yun, I believe is his mm-hmm. name. Yeah. Walking Dead. They they played the WB execs in this movie, and like they have like maybe ten seconds of screen time. But like they looked so inept, and it was just like this. This is like a so you have like a chance for like a WB propaganda thing, like right here. You you have the ability to do it, and like you'd think they'd make them look amazing, right? Like we're WB, we know what's going on. Totally no, makes them look make like it they look realistic. No <laughs> idea what they are doing. Just none. And I enjoyed never, that. I thought that was flex. funny. Yeah, that tracks well. That that yeah. tracks that tracks well. I, I feel like that is what WB board meetings look like. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I also I enjoyed the idea of this inside look to WB. Um <laughs> okay. and, and, and first of all listing everything that you own and being able to put all that in a movie, this literally was just the biggest flex. It, uh, yeah. yeah. This absolutely is, yes. was. It was just like, it was like, okay, look at all, you can be Harry Potter. And I'm like, fuck, I forgot they own Harry Potter. And as I'm connecting <laughs> the dots, like whatever's on HBO, Max, Warner Brothers owns HBO Max and they, that's their yep. streaming service. Yep. So you're going down the list and you're like, oh my gosh, like you really do own, first of all, the OG Looney Tunes. Yes, and, and at its base, right? Let's yeah. say that that that's the oldest thing that they own. they own that at its base. You're seeing all, me and Doug are Doug is like naming characters in the crowd at the end of the basketball scene, and like they have the OG Batman, OG Joker, new Batman, new Joker. Like yeah. it's it's a yeah. terrible Mister Freeze. Arnold Schwarzenegger's Mister Freeze that is supposed was to be in there. Very distracting. It's, that makeup yeah. was terrible. I, I don't know. Then how you it forget got to that, that was his actual makeup in the movie. But that's it, for another uh, no, podcast. It wasn't even that bad. At least he sparkled a little bit in in the Batman and Robin. This guy just had on light blue makeup with blue dots on him, and like. And then they put him in the main camera. I don't know how that happened. I, well, I, we'll talk about where thought that. I don't yeah, want to interrupt yeah. your flow. Yeah, but no, I, I just, I think I enjoyed the fact of looking and seeing how much they own. It could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing. Um, I enjoyed one of my favorite scenes. They we're going to get into a little bit of particulars here. One of my favorite scenes was the uh, animated Superman. I oh, enjoyed that, that was entire moment. That was, uh, because you say, you know, he writes Superman on the board. Lord yes. knows what variation of Superman you're going to get on the screen. <laughs> yeah, I was not yeah. expecting Henry Cavill to fly in here and be on, you know what I mean, be in this movie. Yeah, right. But, you know, it said something going to the OG animated Superman and it just looking good in this time period. It making sense like they could remake that show right now and it would just make the most sense to me. So I, I, that was one scene that stood out to me the most. Yeah. Well, I would, and, go, ahead, go ahead, Doug. Um, I was going to say that's what I, I, I think they... That was such a good choice of saying we could go into like Christopher Nolan's Gotham and yeah, do it yeah. that way. But they were like, nope, the Looney Tunes are animated. This makes sense. Yeah. This is where they would be. They wouldn't Daffy Duck wouldn't be there because he wouldn't yep. be able to blend in as much. So right. I appreciate yeah. that they kind of thought that shit out and made it fit. Um, so, yeah, 100 percent. Well, and I, I think the other thing too kind of underscore is like I misunderstood who this movie was for until like mm. halfway through, and Maggie <laughs> was like, Brian, this movie isn't like, yes, like kids will enjoy it, but it's mm-hmm. not for them. It's for like people like you. This yeah. is because now that you're saying that, you're right. They could have done like if they were trying to make it for like 
people like if they're trying to aim for people like in the past 10 years mm-hmm. you're using all of the Snyderverse stuff like oh, you're yeah. using gal gadot and uh, and everybody in between um, but the fact <laughs> but the fact that they're doing bruce tim animation i don't even know the la- i don't even know where it's syndicated to be completely mm-hmm. honest yeah. with you like i don't even know where you would even flip on your cable box if you still have cable like yeah. to even find those like i think they're all streaming on hbo max of course yeah um no question yeah but like that animation style i haven't seen that in 20 years no <laughs> yeah. and it still um, holds up too like it's still legit. yeah so, I take it what, back. It's been sooner you know, than that. I rewatched, but like you know it's been a while. You, you know can go to you can go to uh, just to answer. Oh my god! You Duh. asked. Look at the skin. That's better. That's uh, better than what know. was on the It thing. looks about a horse apiece to me. I tell you what looks like horseshit. His eyes. I Listeners, I need you to know that Doug has pulled bad. up an official promo image of Batman and Robin of Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, in the look Mr. at his henchman too. Look at his fucking henchman in the This is also one of my guilty pleasure movies, though. I'm not yeah, gonna lie to you. Yeah, That's one is. I can go back and rewatch. I I, I can't lie to you. Um I, no, I George Clooney was the best Batman in my eyes for a long time because that oh, was man. the first Batman movie <laughs> that I watched. It was the Brian. only Batman movie I knew. Well, George Brian. Clooney, if you're oh, listening, man. I know you've said you thought you ruined the franchise at one point. Marcus loves you. Come on down. You. Rubber like, nipples I, and I, all. Batman and Robin has a lot of good memories. Come on the yeah. podcast. We'll talk about it. I'd like we'll to talk, talk to about Coolio about his role in Batman and Robin. I like that. He's racing motorcycles and stuff. And, oh, um, that's right. Uh, I totally yeah, forgot a, about that. Yeah. Because he, he was yeah. on the soundtrack, and of course they had to give him a role in, in Gritty Gotham. Oh, um, yeah. For sure. Yeah, so, so it was good. Um, anyway, I didn't yeah. want to derail us. But so, that, oh, no. What I was saying was, Brian, you can watch that. I think you can watch that on Boomerang. That okay, new style. I think you can watch it along with like the newer, older Justice yeah. League animated stuff. I think it's yeah. on there. Yeah, yeah, and it was just I don't know. That was such a treat for me, and like that, it it kind of proves the point that the movie was totally made for our like demographic, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Of yeah. just like, hey, you remember like the old Batman and Superman animated series? Well, Daffy Duck's here, and LeBron's yeah. got to go there. Like, yep. yeah, that was. Yep. I also appreciated that they didn't. I, I do think that I what I liked about LeBron and I think he wasn't unwilling. He didn't go to the animators when they drew him into that and be like, no, nah, man, you got to give me pants. They were <laughs> like, nope, that's how you would have drawn. That's how like Robin was drawn. That's how he would have looked. He's wearing the green underpants and he that's did. it. Because I remember in the middle of the movie, I go, yeah, that's not wearing pants. He did. And Marcus, <laughs> and Marcus is like, yeah, because. Robin didn't wear pants. That's how yeah, it he didn't. And we were just kind of move like we just kind of like, all right, well, move on. Yeah, but right. I, I do appreciate that he he was willing to be the butt of some jokes. And I feel like Michael probably wouldn't have been as willing. I agree um, to do that. So, no, I, I yeah. actually I feel like it's really important to talk about like how LeBron, I feel like. I don't know. I I feel like he did a lot with this movie in that respect. Yes. Like they poked a lot of fun at him. Like they mm-hmm. even made a joke about him. Like, are you going to leave the Lakers too? And if you mm-hmm. don't know yeah. basketball, like LeBron has changed teams a few times, <laughs> a handful of times, um, just a couple. And I, I just people I don't took know. it really well. I, I enjoyed it. He was <laughs> he was cool with it. Like, and there there was something else that it escapes me at the moment, but like. LeBron seemed totally comfortable with that. And he was like, yeah, it's a movie. Like, yeah, like poke fun at me. It's fine. It's a movie. Like, I don't know. I enjoyed that. That came through for me. Yeah, for sure. It's something about the awareness of a, 
of a human playing, okay, a person playing a character, right? LeBron yes. didn't go into this trying to top, which he does in his regular basketball career. Right. He's yeah. not going into this to top Michael Jordan. He's no. going into this to just be. He knew what he he knew what pressures came with doing this movie in this franchise in this universe mm -hmm. because this has been his comparison his whole life. It's yes. Michael Jordan versus LeBron. And yep. I think he went into it and he made it Le LeBron's family in the movie if you look up his real family, they are modeled after his real family. Yes. So like almost down to the T, like how they look, the skin yep. complexions. I appreciated all of that kind of stuff because you see it's LeBron. We, we were, we were in the movies and the credits were going right. Like the ex explanation of who LeBron James is. Right. Oh, and yeah. so they're given his full credits. Oh, and yeah. I was like, at first I was like, is this movie about LeBron James just patting himself on the back? And so like, we go through, and I'm like, I bet they won't talk about that time he switched teams. And that was like, oh, no, they're not going to do that. And then they showed the scene where he switched teams. <laughs> I'm taking my talents like, to South Beach. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then Doug says another thing. He's like, I bet they won't show this part of his life in the thing. And that thing responded immediately and was like, here it goes again. So yep. I was like, they covered yeah. everything. Yep. Yeah. And I think I, I appreciated that a lot, The just to, just to piggyback off Brian. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, LeBron James is listed as a producer for this yeah. movie, yeah. so he sense. had some input in yes. like how this was supposed to go, and so instead of rewriting it or only showing the parts that he thought people wanted to see, I do appreciate that whole sense of like, I've lived my life on display. Yeah, People can pull out their phone and Google the history if they want to. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. So I thought that that was, <laughs> yeah. I thought that was really well, cool that he kept it. It's just that. such a sharp contrast too. Cause I also just finished, finished watching the last dance and you're like, Oh, Michael Jordan, I'm going to learn everything about you. And then you do. And you're like, maybe I didn't want to know everything about Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you not an okay person? Like, Oh <laughs> no. And then you see something like this and then you compare it. And it's like, was the first Looney Tunes just like Michael Jordan being like, Hey, I'm Michael Jordan. I'm in the movie. Like, yeah. was that it? Was that it yeah. for him? Whereas LeBron, it actually kind of just, I don't know. For me, it just felt like he was like, yeah, we're in a movie and we're like, we're going to do the thing. It's going to be fun. Whereas Michael Jordan was like, this is going to be the, this is going to be my movie. We're going to yeah. do this. It's going to be real basketball in this movie <laughs> because while this is all being shot via green screen, I'm going to be in a court in the middle of LA playing my friends for like 12 hours a day. It's like fucking relax, man. Like, it's just basketball. As he's taking bets because we all know him and those bets. Yeah. yeah, he took a lot of. I mean, that's yeah. He's there's Different a story. moment after watching the last dance where you're like, I don't know if I should look up to Michael Jordan. <laughs> I feel like yes, a hundred percent. Like I yeah. get you're a human, like, and you never asked for it, but you're just kind of like, is yeah. Michael Jordan not? maybe the best role model <laughs> well then they're like they're like oh it's just competitive edge and that's what you're supposed to, if you're listening to like skip bayless and like, right he just got that killer instinct it was like or he's just an <laughs> asshole remember when, he, like, remember when he just straight up punched a teammate yeah yep yeah and everybody's yeah. like no that's what you're supposed to be on the team no you fuckers have never played a game of basketball <laughs> or team organized sports ever in your life here's yeah here's what i'm gonna just say last thing about the last dance thank you for tuning into a review of the last dance. <laughs> uh is like if i'm on a team with somebody and they're like man i'm mad at this guy i'm like yeah let's be mad and win this game and then like after the game you're like what were you mad at that guy about and, like, and he just looked at you like i made it up i made all of it up <laughs> He didn't do anything. I just needed to get mad. And you're just kind of like, excuse me, what? 
<laughs> so he didn't do a damn thing. I, I took, to kill I took that family. personally. I took that personally. What'd you take? He didn't say shit to you. Like you just like, you didn't say it anything up. personally. And I took that personally. Yeah, Mike in the movie monster, in your fucking head. Mike was a monster. You're definitely right. That's how he went into the Looney Tunes. He definitely went. Because if you think about it, this the Looney, the original Space Jam is like, we need Michael. He's the best ever in the yes. game. This one yes. was more like accidentally, like, oh, we've got LeBron needed the Looney Tunes. And, That's a and great it's point. A complete, it's an opposite switch. So it's now a completely different movie. Now, here's what I'll say. I appreciated this like symbiotic relationship between LeBron James and Bugs Bunny. <laughs> I didn't fucking need the complicated factors of Bugs Bunny's storyline. Like I, oh, I appreciated I like it. I appreciated it, but it's just, it, it complicated the pot. Like it, it gave them a reason yeah. to leave yeah. the Looney Tunes land. Right. Like it, yeah. You know, and this all felt very like anybody who's played Kingdom Hearts, where each movie has its own <laughs> world. This felt very like like Kingdom Heartsy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was amazing. That game nice. is a that game. Thank you, thank you. That was really. I was that game was amazing though. That Chris, yeah. Hold on. Let's pop. Don't forget your okay. thought. Grab it real quick. Oh, here's what I got. I, I I realized that that was the plot device to get them off of Looney Tunes world and to go mm -hmm. over to like Matrix world and all these other worlds. Mm -hmm. But it just there was a part of me that was like, this seems like a lot for us to have to come keep coming back to. And they never yeah. really revisited. It. He was like, I gotta get my friends back. Well, got them back. <laughs> and he was happy. Well, it, and it, I do agree. Um, just kind of leaning, like leaning into some of the things that maybe didn't work. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that there there was a lot of loose ends. There's yeah. a lot of loose ends. Um, you have <laughs> you, <laughs> you have Bugs Bunny gets his friends back, and there was never any resolution. Like, oh, I missed you. There wasn't like a oh, oh yeah. he did us wrong, he did yeah. us dirty. You just kind of show up in Superman's world and Daffy Duck is filming this thing. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So there wasn't like a oh he did us wrong, he left us behind. <laughs> At least I don't remember a line saying, Hey, he did us dirty. This is the, how we all got split up. The only line is is Bugs Bunny is telling LeBron, he's saying, Yeah, and then Algae Rhythm comes up and tells all my friends that they mm -hmm. can do so much bigger and better things. Yeah, yeah. And they're limiting themselves to this world. So they all left. And <laughs> Bugs was the only one who stayed behind. Yeah. And then, but at the end, that one of the like the stakes for the movie is <laughs> algae rhythms like yeah and then i'm gonna cancel all you fuckers like wait <laughs> either they're not meeting their potential and they should go do other things or they're they're they, he literally calls them the rejects like yes. i'm gonna go ahead and delete the rejects either yeah. they're rejects or they're untapped potential Ooh, and which I'll, one are we playing with here i will also say that the snyderverse would never delete <laughs> Um, <laughs> it will never ever delete the Looney Tunes. I just Do you mean like the serververse? Well, well, whatever, same thing. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> oh, there is a Snyderverse <laughs> in the serververse, a hundred percent. And you see, they didn't show it. You, 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 you bad fuckers. Y'all, y'all know the Snyderverse <laughs> exists in there, okay? And I know what y'all are doing. And I, I know. And, and hold, this is the point I wanted to make, real quick, gentlemen. I feel like, seriously, this is how I seriously feel. Not just to be on the Snyderverse um soapbox yeah. but i mean like 
this movie kind of felt like when you're scraping your plate when you're full, like when you're trying to just start over, right? It feels like WB did this as a clean slate to say, look what we can do. Okay, now that you've seen this, watch everything we do afterwards because we know Flash is coming. We know all this. I feel like this is them trying to reinvent themselves as a reminder to look at all this cool stuff that we own. And this is going to be really cool once you see all this stuff come back in one form, like one way or another. For some reason, to me, it felt like a they use this as some type of entrance into this new lane that they are trying to go into. Yeah. And it's a quick reminder to people at look at what we own for the new generation mm-hmm. and the older generation. It There's I, something for everybody in the server verse. Right? I agree. And I feel like this is a really good time to talk about, we will go to John, Don Cheadle here in a second. Cause yes. Don Cheadle, yeah. by the way, yeah. super enjoyable. And I'm just going to do this. Don Cheadle is just acting the hell out of anything they're giving him in, like, probably some hellish, like, sadly ventilated green screen void, right? Yeah, yeah. And 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 he does amazing. Sparkle suit and stand in his room in front of these screens for four hours. Right? Like, that's, and that's the schedule. Like, he's like, what's the shooting schedule? Okay, um, so the green box, you're just, you're gonna stand there for for today? No, the whole week. Just the whole week. Don, you're you're just gonna read these lines, right? And, he, and he's probably like, no. And they're like, yep, okay. Well, we're gonna start, and you need to be mad at LeBron James. <laughs> and that's and what his, he did. And his, and his kid, yes, yeah. and yes. his kid, and like he just sold it. Yeah. Like the the man has never given a bad performance. Like what yeah. what does this man need to do to get more accolades for an Emmy for it? it yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, Don Cheeto, I feel like we yeah, Don Cheeto carried yeah this movie one of the things that aggravated me leading back into don Cheadle was lebron's <laughs> acting his, his dialogue although lebron is not an actor he's a basketball player and he's been in some films but he's been lebron in those films he hasn't been like acting acting i, I, I don't know yeah. this is what i expected maybe yeah. that's why i'm not like i'm just i'm just like yeah, yeah. like acting yeah. is hard like i i i <laughs> That's me. And like when you put an athlete in there, it's not an actor. Yeah. I guess for me, it was more the it was the dialogue. Like I yeah. don't feel like oh, yes. that type of dad to be like basketball, basketball, basketball. No, that's the thing that it I I I had a hard time reconciling <laughs> what I thought I know of him in his public like based on what I've seen of him in his real life public life right. versus what I saw of him in his public in his private life in a fake world of that. Right. Like those two things. I was like, there's no way this guy growing up the way he did and knowing his backstory and knowing how close he was to his mom and to his family. There's no way he's telling his kids like, this is the only thing that matters. Like there's no way that that's who he is as a person. So I just had a hard time with that. Can any of you Uh explain to me, love Don Cheadle. Can't say enough uh, highly of him. Um, He's fantastic. He did a great job. I'm going to ask this question. It starts with love and then it ends with a backhand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's exactly how I feel things. That's how we work here. That's what's happening here. Um, Can either one of you explain to me how Warner brothers 3000 makes money? You you mean, you mean the, the the project proposal the that they project had? that he had? Oh, God. How does that make money? 
So the idea, as a recap, for anyone that doesn't remember really small two-minute sequences in blockbuster films, um, basically, like I, like I do, <laughs> yeah, like basically the idea is they can scan LeBron in to any property. He can be in yep. any property uh -huh. he wants. That's yep. it. So what's the fucking scheme here? I'm gonna watch Game of Thrones, but it's LeBron James. Yes. Yeah, I didn't understand that either. That sounds like I, I a great way to lose money. It's yeah. not a great way to make money. I don't know why LeBron was a Hufflepuff. Um. Yeah. By the know. way, my Harry Potter nerd. He is like a Slytherin, if anything. That man. That man Holy is. Hell. He is. He is driven, focused. Like he. He is task centered. That. That man is a Slytherin, and Slytherins aren't necessarily bad. I'm just saying, Hufflepuff didn't fit his vibe. Do you think they made no. them? They made him take a Buzzfeed test before they scripted that in there. Yeah, like, it was like LeBron, take this test real quick and see what you get. It says Hufflepuff. <laughs> Perfect. We'll take it from here. Like what? right. Yeah. Right. Or he was I, like, well, you know, I could be a Gryffindor. And some writer was like, the fuck you can. Like, oh, there was somebody like, like me on the writing the back end. Like, Actually, the Gryffindors, you need to be a different so, somebody, You know, Michael would be a Gryffindor, but you, sir, are going to be a Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, I just. And if anybody's a Slytherin, it's Michael Jordan. Actually, I yeah. I kept finding myself coming back to that whole fucking money-making scheme, like, periodically well, through the movie. Because I'd ask this question of, like. So, like, could I pay to put myself in Game of yes. Thrones? Is that what this is? Because if that's what it is, I get it. But it they pitched it to LeBron James like he could just do whatever he wanted. And then Ali G had the, like, graphic of just money everywhere. And I was like, it's like, okay, part A, you put yourself in Game of Thrones. Part B, profit. What questions yes. do you have? Like, I have a shitload of questions. One could say they had it. there was a little feedback that needed to be given about their proposal. Uh, yeah. you yeah. know, maybe a few more slides in there about and implementation. Now I see why LeBron turned it down. He's like, There's no way you'd make money off of this. <laughs> there, you know what? Yeah, LeBron's <laughs> absolutely right in that <laughs> moment. He looks like an asshole, but yeah. you know, the worst idea ever. Yeah, he was like, This is terrible. <laughs> I would have taken five minutes of him being like, first off, you didn't explain who you were. I don't know who you are. Dude, I don't understand how this makes money. Where's your revenue generation? You mm -hmm. have no profit sharing at all. Right. Yeah, I, I would have done that for five minutes. These, uh, what, the, what are you going to invest in here? Or you got um, the biggest star in the fucking basketball world and only two WB execs at the table in this big ass room. Also, can we talk about how the WB exec gets a fucking... Like jazzed as shit when she gets an email from yeah. the algorithm. Yeah. Like, she gets an email. Yeah. She's like, "Oh fuck, the algorithm email." Oh, oh, that's I'm not sorry. how that shit works at all. I'm sorry, I just screamed into my microphone because it's like the most incredible self own. Like Jesus. you made this movie WB, and you just pictured yourself like we have no ideas. So there's someone like Sarah Silverman just sitting at her desk, oh, fuck the algorithm, waiting for me. an algorithm to come up with something. Which Thank if you look God. at their Slate, maybe, maybe they do. Honestly, now that you said that, honestly, it makes sense that an algorithm hired fucking Josh Wheaton and was I, like, hey, I was just gonna nope, say this yeah. guy, this guy would be perfect. Yeah, and they're just, and WB's like, mm -hmm, like yeah, algorithm for success. And at the time, Josh Wheaton was high off of Age of Ultron, right. so algorithm would absolutely make that rec that recommendation. So, yeah, sorry, algae rhythm, it's on you, bro. <laughs> Algae. So we're gonna cancel you, Algie, instead yeah. of canceling the president or people In fact, who hired I'm you. I'm gonna release a yep. 
PR statement that says we forgive Joss <laughs> yeah. because of yeah. how the algorithm put him in that negative no. situation. No. He was yeah. never going to succeed with his no. past. No, never. No. No. We're, we're not going <laughs> to put out I'm, jo- I, I'm joking. He's a oh. bad, bad man. <laughs> he's terrible. And fuck Josh. Bad, man. You know that. Man. You know but the like, rules. Man. I was like, man, I get poking fun at yourself. Man, there, that just doesn't seem funny. It just felt like, yeah, this is what we do. And this yeah. is normal. And um, let's go. Let's go talk to LeBron. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Other things about this movie that stood out to you all, good or bad, whatever you got? The Matrix. Why? Yeah, The Matrix. (laughs) I don't... The last time we've seen anything Matrix-related... It's been it's been twenty years. It's been a minute. Yeah, right? it's been a minute. No, it hasn't been twenty. They're 15? doing the remake now. I, right, no, I, I totally get that. And going back to your point, we talked about Don Cheadle, and we just took a left turn, and that's fine. That's what we do here. Um, that's right. Like it, it, this felt like a WB infomercial, which is fine. <laughs> like I, I get the concept. I I'm choosing to spend my time this way. That's fine. Yeah. Um. But like all of these Matrix references, that's when it started to click for me. Like this isn't for my kid. My kid has mm-hmm. no idea uh-huh. what Granny's doing and why it's significant. She's like doing Kung Fu Frozen, yeah. yeah, right, yeah. And and I was like, oh, this is for me. But I don't, I don't like this. Like it was oh, no. like this weird moment of like you targeted this to me, and I do not want it this way. Like it was just a fever dream to me. It also bugged me that that was two like Looney Tunes B characters. Right. Like I would get it if it was like Sylvester was there doing slow motion because he's a prominent (laughs) character in most of those like short cartoons. (laughs) But you literally pulled a background character of a background character and you're like, that's the one we're going with. Also, he's made me actively uncomfortable, but I laughed yeah. the hardest at this shit that he said. <laughs> I, Him jumping the bullets in the Matrix scene was hilarious. For whatever reason to me, that is an actual... Here's the thing that got me. That's an actual scene from the Matrix. Yes! That yes. they just put animated characters yep. into, and I just thought that Speedy Gonzalez using his quickness in a Matrix world to jump the bullets... Hilarious, and also talking shit to the bullets as he's jumping up. Like that was like delay, delay. I I mean, that was fucking incredible. I was laughing a lot, not for the reasons they wanted me to, but like I kept looking at Maggie, like, "What am I watching? Like, what is happening?" I did ask Marcus, like, in the middle of the movie, I looked over, like, "Is the mouse? Is the mouse racist? Like, it feels (laughs) like the mouse is racist." But I'm shocked they included him after taking out Pepe Le Pew. Gabriel Gabriel Iglesias plays. Speedy Gonzalez. Oh. Yeah, the comedian Brian's like disappointed. Like he wanted to do whatever you want with that. Do whatever you want with that. I don't know how to feel. It was just, it was, I don't know. That part was, it just, I was like, I know there's a fourth Matrix movie coming, but like, unless nobody under the age of like, yeah, 15, 18 is going to know any of these Matrix references. Also, what, what, what kid who's under the age of 15 watches Game of Thrones? Like there's no way I'm sitting my like six year old, my eight year old down being like, check this shit out. Red wedding. Am I right? Like what the fuck is wrong with you? Like I'm not going to do that at all. Yeah. Like, a- another sign it was aimed like at yeah. us. Oh, yeah. yeah. This was targeted at, at us hoping that like we would just explain it to our kids later or to kind of feed into the infomercial of it is just like, yeah. look at all the stuff we own keep paying that subscription so when they're old enough you yeah, can fill them in and you can true. all enjoy the server verse as well i.e. new legacy 
which right. is like it's it's yeah. not it's it's you know legacy new is one word legacy they have a it's a phrase for this when you combine two different words so like you have new being it's for a new generation and legacy being a word that is typically used for like something classic yeah. yeah so like you combine yes. these two together and i guess that's how you like do a new message. history so i have a question for the two of you yeah uh, when the game started because this is the second half of the movie. we <laughs> haven't even talked about the game yet so no, during this, no let's get into it brian so what was your understanding of dom lebron's kid in the movie of his understanding of like what was going on because do you think he understood that there were people held hostage in the server verse when he was playing because no, he, no he couldn't idea. he couldn't wow. see his okay. mom when he got there his okay. mom was calling his name and his brother was like i don't think he can hear you oh, but man, lebron totally entered and was uh lebron entered and immediately saw his wife so right. to me it was dumb it was algae hiding yeah. Okay. That from that's him reasonable. That's him. what I thought too. That's what oh, I, I did not I, think okay. that. I did not think that he was aware of the stakes. Yeah. I, of this I, movie. I spent he was the, smiling the whole time. I spent the second half of this movie being like, "Dom, you you're holding all these people hostage. Like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> but I'm having fun. This like, nine year old is basically yep. like, "Fuck these people. They're gonna I, watch me play." Look, Maggie <laughs> did set me straight. My wife did set me straight when I told her this at the end of the movie, and she was like, "You absolutely missed a piece of dialogue." And I was like, "I I did not." And now I'm talking to Doug and Marcus. I did miss. You a piece did. Of dialogue, you missed a, piece a very of critical piece of dialogue. Yeah, because it's it a conversation. Cool, the, the conversation between LeBron and his kid after Dom comes down yeah. and LeBron goes, what are you doing? <laughs> All of these people cannot leave. And he's like, no, get out of here. <laughs> Just fun. You remember fun. This isn't an like, active like hostage walks, situation. He like walks away with his yeah. stupid hoodie underneath his jersey that Marcus kept wanting to that take bothered. off. That Wait, bothered what bothered you about that? The hoodie, the hoodie underneath you his basketball jersey. So hot. It bothered the hell out of me because they're actually sweating in this movie, right? They actually yeah. have it where people are sweating, sweating, and not yes. a few drips. So, like, I'm yeah. like, this kid. Wore this hoodie. Is the Snyderverse cold as hell? Because I just feel like take the damn hoodie off. I don't know why he would. He would. Just, I mean, that's his. You know what it is. They his, have to cool those so, like their that. servers so they don't overheat. Uh, so therefore, the oh, world is cold. They need to be cutting you a check, Doug. Uh, yeah. And Mr. Freeze was in the audience. I see where we're going oh, with this. Huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's so let's get into the game. Place I is, he's right here too. You. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, wait, why did you hate the game if you enjoyed um, the movie? I enjoyed the movie. <laughs> two things can exist. It's Brian Ross. Two things can exist at once. I don't know. You know what? You're right. You're absolutely right. I, I mean, I understand. I, I, I oh, take Jesus. accountability for saying that. Here, here's my thing. I don't like the way that the points were working. It was just <laughs> too much. It just felt like an excuse to do whatever the fuck you want to do. And yeah. in the end, We'll win by one. Like you got, you mean to tell me you got up to one thousand forty-two points, and that yeah. is how y'all decided to do this whole thing? Like, I just felt like that was bullshit. I just did even, not. Even I didn't like I'm the playing... idea that I couldn't keep up in a game of basketball. <laughs> I understand video games operate right. differently, style points, all that. This is basketball. I feel like even yeah. in Space Jam, I was able to keep up a little bit better in what the realistic score was. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, and the other thing is, is I feel like like Looney Tunes <coughs> does this shit all the time when they try to make a joke about how right. badly a team is beating another team. They'll yeah. run the scoreboard up, and it'll even in the first movie, like with Michael, the monsters run it up, and a screen pot instead of showing the numbers, it goes who's really counting anyway, right? Before right. it shows another score. That's right. a joke. So it's weird to to now say <laughs> no, no, set that aside. <laughs> this is a world. The video game functions this way. Look, yeah. I've never played a sports video, video game, game where I'm doing that. Like, yeah. The, yeah. the only basketball game I ever really played was back when I had a PlayStation NBA Street. Oh, I yes. enjoyed the shit out of that. Oh, that's Brittany so always got, and then I played NBA like 2K like 17 when it was like, yeah the free game for the place. By the way, I made my player like five eight. And Brittany comes down and watches me play <laughs> basketball one day, and she goes, "That motherfucker never make it to the NBA," and she just walked out. Like, <laughs> hilarious. So, in uh, case you don't know that, hilarious. so Brittany was like, "He's too short. I don't know how he's that good." I'm like, "It's a video game. Calm down." <laughs> but Brittany loves basketball, though. We That's should have Brittany come and watch baseball. That is, that is her. Wow. That is her sport. But yeah, I just you're right, Marcus. That was hard to fi- follow. Also, I'd really like someone on this podcast to explain to me how something can both be on fire and wet at the same time. Well, if, well, well I'll yeah. take it from I mean, here. If it's a lubricant, KY jelly is yep, also you can hot and working. cold. We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all right. Well, you're just missing your blessing. Uh, that's true. That's true. You said you KY jelly, and I was like, well, that's okay. <laughs> I'm just explaining. You have to explain. That's fair. I that, mean, you did, I did ask. That's okay, true. I, mean, I guess he was hot because he's on fire. Yeah, and, and his he's... shot is wet. I don't know what you the, never I... heard that phrase before. Nope. I don't know. Oh, if a shot is wet, like you're good at shooting three. That was so. It was Clay Thompson, right? right? Oh. And if he shoot, he's good at shooting threes. Him and um, Steph Curry used to be brothers. known as the Splash that. Brothers. Yeah, so, like that. there had it was raining threes, so he was hot. Oh, and there it is. Listeners, okay. I just got that. I just yeah. connected yeah, all of that. What did I? Wow, yep. basketball talk. So he's not KY. He's not like KY Jelly. He's just no. happens to be good at basketball. Look, here's my question: If you're Daffy Duck for the Toon Squad, how are you not being fired as coach when you got Wiley Coyote on the court with like d- hundreds of points, using ingenuity and innovation? Mm-hmm. He's 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 on the court doing it, and you take him off, you bench him. Yeah, yeah. you're going to yeah. go coach in Europe for yeah. like a year. Get well, out of here, Dad. Brian, actually, I thought that that was another dig at LeBron that he gave himself. Really, um, honestly, yes, because Daffy Duck was a coach that <laughs> he was trying to coach LeBron. Daffy tried, and I feel like that's yeah. a reflection on all coaches that LeBron has ever had. How the yeah, fuck okay. do you coach LeBron? <laughs> Yeah, LeBron is the coach, and yeah. I just I, like to me. I thought it was hilarious that Daffy Duck was right. a coach who's not even coaching, and it's LeBron really giving all the instructions, yeah. which is I typically did, how his that's career. Actually, a great point. And I also really liked. There are moments. This is one of those like Looney Tune moments that I liked was when they bring out Michael B. Jordan. Oh my god! Favorite room, part of the and movie. And it zooms oh, in. It zooms under the clipboard, and it says "Wrong Michael fight like trade <laughs> Trade, Sylve- trade Sylvester. Sylvester. Yeah. I thought that that was hysterical to me. So yeah, those type of moments I thought were great. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. that got the biggest laugh out of me. Uh, they even use his traditional theme yep. song. Like yep. I, they had me going like it's yeah. like oh, i think sure. it's called serious like i was like I, maybe like they had bill murray last time like That's maybe true. yeah and then michael true. b jordan chef's kiss well, like, well that done. was worth it very very well done 
other things about the game because we didn't really spend a lot of time on the actual game itself. I mean, the characters I, were good. The, the yeah. villain characters, yeah. I, I did like that. Yeah. Sorry, Brian, you can go ahead. No, I, I is this a good time to bring up the background, folks? Yeah, yeah well, yes, absolutely. Did did you did you all find them? <laughs> Don't just put up Mr. Freeze again <laughs> from Batman and Robin. Yeah. I can't, I can't. Um, <laughs> for me, I found them incredibly distracting. How did yeah. you feel about them? Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I felt like I was. Here's what I I found hard with this is because there'd be one character that I would want Marcus to see, and I would be like, "No, watch for him." Oh, there he is. Oh, you missed him. Like, oh, look at that guy. Like, it was it was a lot of this. Oh. Like, I was oh, like, you're watching yeah. it, and I'd be like, so I'm not really giving a shit like whether who's <laughs> dribbling or right. what's going on in the court. I'm like, yeah. oh, did you see the guy in the black sweatshirt that just says goon across the front? Right. I'm gonna get yeah. that sweatshirt. Like, I didn't like all of that. It was it was a little distracting because I found myself just trying to find the person I was looking for instead of the actual I th- other I stuff. Honestly. I th- I think uh, not to just be the savior for Space Jam. No, you're but, fine. But I do think there's some correlation here for me with this movie and Ready Player One. Yes, um, I and, agree. And with the characters that you see in here, right? And I think the best part of why I've watched Ready Player One so many times is because I want to spot the characters. Yeah. Yes, that oh, basketball true. scene doesn't come until the end, but there is a part of me that's like, I wonder who else they because they had King Kong, Iron Giant, the Bane, the big ones you can see, yep. and then they had a bunch of little characters. Now it is distracting because it's distracting. Like well, even in the original yeah. Looney Tunes in Space Jams, they were in the stands. These yeah. people are like they're playing backyard basketball and are just right. crowding the damn uh, court. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I remember this man is standing behind Don Cheadle for the majority of this. He's just as bad as me with that chicken now with this Mr. Freeze thing. I I think... uploaded it. So my my, my take from this, so Maggie and I, it got so distracting at one point. She was like, what the... Like F word is this nun from? Like where where the hell is this nun from? And she like, she was asking that like probably three times during the game. And I was like, yeah, I don't know finished the movie i logged on to twitter and people were like did everybody was that really the nun from devils and i'm like i don't even know oh uh, yeah because it, the clown what? was in there and yeah i saw it the clown yep um and i i google i google devils and apparently it's this like 70s movie that you cannot buy like on blu-ray it's not streaming apparently it's incredibly like uh it, it's it's dark it's dark uh, I believe it was rated X at one point in theaters. Oh, it's incredibly yeah. controversial. That's the next um, we were and watching like, this. The, the, there are some nuns romancing people. Like, this is the first time I've learned about this movie. Oh and God. freaky beaky devil shit is this. And and, and, and people are going to be like, where'd you learn about devils? Be like, well, I was watching Space Jam, the new <laughs> legacy. <laughs> And I just metal sales go through the roof. A <laughs> unintended con- consequence of I mean, Space Jam: A New Legacy. I went down hey, a rabbit hole. Get up, it's time to jam, <laughs> <laughs> and like, I, like it's it's provocative material. There are there are it's there is a lot going on there, and I'm and like I'm just like did was this on purpose? Like, do you want us talking about devils? If so, mission accomplished. Well, apparently the clockwork orange guys were in a corner too. Yeah. Which again, that movie is also 
fucking dark, man. Not, like it's mm. it's not it's not light material. So the fact that they're like they're in a kids movie, like I, it, 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 Pennywise yeah. the clown literally eats children. Yeah. So yeah. what? I, like, that's not a decision I would have made for a children's movie, but I mean. I'm not well, doing everybody again, likes basketball. Once again, who's the audience? Like, I That's think a great point. Yeah. You're, you're talking about LeBron James. Who's coming to see LeBron? Yeah. Anybody who's a fan of LeBron, I don't think is a child. Um, That's you fair. know, unless they, like they're they could be young, young children. Yeah. But right. anybody who's watched LeBron to this point has grown up with LeBron. And so I think fair. you're getting that age limit yeah. coming and watching him. Um, just like anybody who grew up with Michael Jordan at the time yeah. came and watched Michael yep. Jordan. Now, I absolutely agree with you, gentlemen, that um, some of these characters that they put in the front row <laughs> probably could have been pushed to the back. Maybe give them more lighthearted characters watching front row seats. Right. Um, right. But yeah, that's just, yeah, I agree. But with I suppose that. it's in line. I mean, I guess the one thing, and I, I don't like to usually give out free passes, but I suppose the one thing is, is it's like, you know, if the algorithms, if Al. Yeah, algae's if algae rhythm, algae's rhythm, if algae rhythm is saying like, oh, it doesn't matter if the only thing he's concerned with is making money. Like you need villains, just like you need mm, heroes. Yeah. So it's like everything in the universe counts. And I guess in the server verse, there's no good or bad. You just kind of <laughs> exist there. So I mean, with, yeah. I guess. I, I also I have to appreciate the background actors because I'm sure yeah. they were hired by an extras service yeah. and they're oh, like, yeah. okay, you get to be Pennywise or you get, you to, get to be, be... Mr. Freeze uh, and <laughs> you have to make the most of what you have. So like if I'm Mr. if I'm the Miss the Spirit Halloween Mr. Freeze, you bet I'm going to use all of my screen time overacting and pointing yeah. to stuff because I'm right next to Don Cheeto. Do you know yeah. how annoying that extra was? That extra for the entirety when that shot's not going, he has no speaking lines and he's probably in the craft services table being like, ah, freezing winter. (laughs) I did it. I did. Did you hear me do it? I totally did it. Like, sir, you know, this isn't a speaking line, right? We don't just let me do it. You could zoom in. Maybe he says like, that was cool. Like maybe he does. Like, no, that's not even the right movie, sir. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) Please just, we need you to point and act excited. Please. Overly excited uh, for this yeah, game. Just go ahead and chill. Like it's just like a fucking asshole about it. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's some lady getting dressed up like I'm a nun. Okay. Like what just, movie is this from? Don't playing. worry about it. <laughs> just put the nun stuff on. Stop asking questions. What I did costume. like was um the addition of additional characters like Lil Real How uh Howry. How yeah. Lil oh, Real I Howry. enjoyed Real. him. Yeah. So I just feel like him uh him being narrating this whole thing, yeah. it just adds a little bit. It added something different to it that, you know, you don't really know that you need until you need something to break up the mundane madness yeah. of what yeah. Brian has accurately called. I do agree. It feels like a f- fever dream. It's like if you <laughs> wake up and had jalapeno poppers the night before on top of an hour pizza. and 55 minute fever dream. <laughs> it's like you wake up. Imagine having this dream where all of these characters are just surrounding you yeah and not only that but like if you told somebody like and yeah like there was a basketball game and lebron james was playing but like daffy duck was the coach but then they stopped the game because porky pig was in a rap battle 
Uh, and then, you know, Don Cheadle's a computer program. So I'm gonna be like, are you, do you need to seek medical assistance? Yeah. Are you, <laughs> you, are you sick? Okay. Did you smoke peyote before you <laughs> yeah. went to bed? What's like, going on? I mean, I, I, I mean, I, you know, it, it, I enjoyed it, but like just saying all that sentence out loud makes me. And I also think yeah. it's important that you have someone like Kenny Smith being the other side of that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because he's the one saying, why isn't this basketball? All of us being like, holy shit, the score is like 900 to 6. What the fuck is happening? And Lil Rel Howery's like, video game rules, remember? Yeah. It's not a good yeah. answer, yeah. but it's as far as like the plot and the overall structure yeah. of the movie, you need him there in order to say like, no, this is a video game. Video games are awesome. Like you need him there to like make that point, which I think yeah. is yeah. smart. I mean, it. I, it's tough to say that it worked or didn't, but it's smart. Yeah. I agree. So. I think um, one of my favorite things is, I don't know, it feels like we're kind of wrapping things up here. Yeah. But one of my favorite things that I enjoyed was the last, while Don Cheadle carried about 90 minutes of this movie, the last 10 minutes went to LeBron and the guy, the, the young man who plays LeBron's son. Yes. Yep. Agreed. Because they had this moment where even I almost teared up and I was like, okay, they're no, having it, this it moment. Got me. And I, I forgot what the message was, but essentially it was like, you just do you. Yep. Yep. And it was like, you do you because I love you. And, he, you know, he stopped LeBron, stopped playing basketball to have this real life conversation with his son. Yep. And it was like, OK, I appreciate if everything this fever dream led up to was just this part, <laughs> I'm yeah. kind of satisfied that we got this moment. Once again, my implicit bias is seeing this healthy black father right on using his black son for sure it just exists and it happens on screen without somebody being like oh y'all i'm black y'all i'm yep. black y'all i'm bleepity black you know what i mean like y'all ain't got yeah. you know like you ain't sure. got to force feed it you know who they are you know what they you know what lebron stands by yeah they never have to mention that in the movie Nope. But you see that that relationship seems like an actual conversation LeBron would have in real life. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. At least agree. I think so. Now, I don't know LeBron from a hill of beans. It could come out. His last dance story could come out and he could be an <laughs> asshole. But, you know, <laughs> I can't no. see it happening. This just felt more realistic. I, yeah. I, yeah. I would agree with that. I think that's a I think this is the it's the soul of the movie to the craziness. Like it's the. Yeah. It's the thing that tries to ground all of that ridiculousness in some level right. of reality of like, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, this is a father who's saying to his son, I love you and I'm proud of you mm -hmm. and you just need to do you and it doesn't matter what it is. I'm going to be proud of you. Um, yeah. And I did appreciate that. Um, I did have a hard time because that was the moment in the theater that my son <laughs> decided to lick the side of my face. He did. I think he had started to get bored. He so. Did. There was a part of me I was like, "You do you," but if you do that again, we're gonna have an issue. But um, Dad, he just said, "You do you." You just said, "You do you." I said, "Not with nope, nope, not there." But um, what got me was Harrison's laugh after he did it. Like Harrison knew what he was wow. doing. Oh yeah, he licked wow. me, and then he had this deep, like you know, that deep four or five year old belly laugh. Like, yes, he yeah. just he knew that he had gotten me, and all I could really do is go like, "Yep, you got me." There it is. <laughs> uh, I I I agree, and and that was actually really nice marcus that uh that was that was i agree i think that's really healthy yeah. to see i think that's yeah. just healthy overall to see i totally agree um yeah i'm glad you said that Thank for you. sure other things gentlemen closing thoughts with this particular movie as we start to wind this bad boy out it's a lot 
Yeah, there's a lot. There's <laughs> a lot is, in here. It is corporate schlock. Like yeah, the second yeah. half of this movie is just like a where's Waldo of IPs. There's two things. Two things I just want to say. One, if your friend gives you a Game Boy, I don't care how old it is or, or whatever. Please don't throw it in the trash. Whatever you do, please. Also, you can like enjoy basketball and play a, a Game Boy. And he just, yeah, little LeBron just tossed this in the trash and my heart hurt. I know it's a movie. I know also, they didn't actually throw away a Game Boy. Yeah. Real, real quick about that Game Boy. Um, do I don't know what fucking Game Boy that was where it was a <laughs> black and white Game Boy, but you were showing a video game in color. So I've seen the explanation be that it was what he saw. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's what what LeBron saw in his head. Okay. That's what they're saying on Twitter. That's deep. Nope. That's just how I feel. I inappropriately laughed at this movie when Bugs Bunny appeared to die. I need to just say that out loud. I was like, are they really trying to like say Bugs Bunny died? Yeah. In this movie, and then he comes back, and no other motherfucker on the street. This is a busy street. <laughs> there is literally a crowd of people over there, and nobody sees this rabbit. I told I you LeBron was high. <laughs> I, I gotta be honest with you. This movie is, I bet that I would love it if like a deleted scene at the end is just LeBron. Someone's like LeBron, LeBron, and they're shaking him awake and he's in like a steam room and it's oh, gotten yeah. too hot and he's it's with just the Lakers. Passed, yeah. He's just passed out. Yeah. I'm like you've been asleep in here for six days. <laughs> he's like, where's bugs? <laughs> like, it's just days. like, that's the deep end that it's just a fever. Oh, it's man. his dream. And he still has these moments like where the, he sees the rabbit and he's like, Oh, where's Elmer? And they're like, who the fuck are you talking to? Like, I just think that yeah. that'd, that'd and be very many, funny to me. How many King references did they have in this movie? Holy Lord. It was a lot of, you'd King. be drunk by minute 20. Down goes the King or the King's I, reign. I'm, is over, King in like, this, I'm King in this I, verse. Yeah. I didn't drink during this movie, but I may, may, I could have, I yeah, could yeah, have. Yeah. 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 It was a lot. It was a lot. LeBron. We know you the damn King. Yeah, it's, we get it. Fine. It's your movie, LeBron. It's fine. It's just we are aware. Message received. We know, guys. <laughs> we get we it. We know. So <laughs> anyway. Um, other things to close us out? No. All right. No. It, well, it up. is what it is. Enjoy. If yeah. you haven't seen the movie yet, I'll say this because I tweeted it. If you haven't seen the movie yet, don't go watching this movie. First of all, it's not, it's meant for us, but it's not meant for us. It's something yeah. new. Okay, yeah, this um, isn't the original Space Jam, so that's one. Yes. Um, the second thing, if you're gonna go into this movie as another reason to compare Michael Jordan and LeBron James, just don't watch the fucking movie. Just, just don't. Just, yeah. it's it's not meant to be who had the better Space Jam. I just think it's too, it's too diff. It it talks about the generations. The conversation of goat is overrated because it gets it like yeah. the context of time downplays yeah. the conversation. Yeah. So really, there's there's a goat for everybody. Everybody can who their of all time player is, and and that's fine. But if you're going into this just to like nitpick it, and you know what I'm saying, do whatever we have to do it because we're a podcast and it's entertainment. But right. like, it right. is what it is. Like that's well, the that's subline of films in black and white. Yeah. 
Well, well I, I, I also feel like it's important to say, though, that, like, I enjoyed this movie, even though I had my qualms with it. I had a smile on my face the entire time I've yeah. been talking about it. And I feel like that is the true value of something like this. Like, if you enjoyed yeah. yourself, like, even if you're like me and you're like, none of this makes sense. But I enjoyed myself. <laughs> like, yeah, and I, like it, yeah, I, I agree, yeah, Marcus. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I they went out looking for awards and shit for this movie. I just no. think they wanted to make something fun. Yeah. No. Well, and I think the other thing is, is like, and I think it's important to kind of really hammer this point home that Marcus made about the comparison. These are apples and oranges. Like mm -hmm. the reasons that these characters are motivated are different. The whole central plot line is different. Like, yeah, at some point in time, it's going to be like, but it's two big basketball stars playing basketball. There is this, this, this story in this one is so much more complex and nuanced. Mm -hmm. It's just got, it's just so bright and in your face. It's like trying to get something nuanced from a carnival ride. Like yeah. it's, it's right. hard to have that yeah. moment when yeah. you're on a roller coaster going like, this is a lot of fun. And the other one is what it is. And I love the other one too. So, but I would never sit here and be like, well, which one had the better space jam? They're no. two different movies and you can't compare them. And like my co-hosts have said, it's fun. Like it is a lot of fun. It's exciting to watch. And that's uh, that's what you got. Yeah. Yep. So yep. cool, gentlemen. What do you all have to plug? That was a great review overall. Good job. Applauses all around. Yeah. If you have HBO Max, watch this. Yeah, like it, it's, it will be fun. Yeah, absolutely. Be fun. But gentlemen, we've reached the point in time that we have things that we are going to plug. So Marcus, what do you all have to plug for us this week? <sighs> oh man, I'm so excited. By the time you all hear this. I will have dropped my next project until then. Um, this drops Friday. This episode drops Friday, um, Wednesday, um, 7 21 21. Until then, we'll be out and available everywhere. It is a it's a project, seven songs. Not gonna take you long. Um, but until oh, yeah. then, drops Wednesday. So if you can go stream it. The link's probably going to be in the bio. It's going to go to my page. We are doing promo as we speak right now. Deep dives into every song, explanations into every song and why I wrote it and my mindset into it. Um, just a really dope moment for us as a label at Unmatched Records. This is the, like, the second project that we've done as a group and we are just excited and the Noah store is going to be opening. We have submitted the, the items that we wanted and so uh, we will be hearing back this week and we think that the store will be open next week. So that link oh, yeah. is also in the bio. Fantastic. That is, yeah, I'm yeah. super excited to listen to that. I'm going to be listening to that as I drive on Wednesday. Ooh, so oh, yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Brian, what do you have to plug this particular I have thelovenerds.com. Go check that out. You already know we, we have good buffalo wing sauces there and everything that we've eaten. Go check that out. Uh, and then also, if you're on TikTok, follow me at Rogue Roush. There's going to be some fun stuff coming up. I can't talk about it yet. Yes, I'm going to be that guy, but there's some fun stuff coming up. Um, Doug and Marcus might know about it. Uh, yeah, so did. stay tuned or follow me on TikTok. To find Brian, out what that is. Can we get like a one word hint of the fun stuff coming up? Ooh, one word hint of the fun stuff coming up. I'm going to say it's hyper. That is cold. super exciting. And he I just, oh, yes! <laughs> he's back again. 
you putting up Mr. Freeze as y'all are hyping me is is something I will remember. But shout out to these two guys. They they have supported me so much, by the way. And I just want to give them a shout out as I've been doing stuff on TikTok. They are always my cheerleaders with this stuff. So I just want to give them a shout out. And always will be. Absolutely accurate. Um, The only thing that I have to plug is this podcast. So if you enjoy listening to us, you'll enjoy watching Mm -hmm. us because there's so much more. Why would you want to miss out on all the random pictures of Mr. Freeze that come through? Um, That's that's your loss. So um, uh, you did that. Right. Yeah. So sign up for the Patreon. Uh, go to patreon.com slash films in black and white. Sign up for a tier there. Um, also, just to be honest, if if that's not in your wheelhouse and you can't financially support us at this point, um, just sharing us with your friends is always a great way to support us. So um, any type of love you can send our way is fantastic. Um, gentlemen, mm. we have a three step process to success. What so, Brian, what is the first step to this process hey everybody it's brian roush from films in black and white and i'm here today today to tell you to read a book please any book anything that you don't know about maybe you have a favorite book and you can just read it again uh anything you might not know about marcus is pulling up some great books that you can use to educate yourself and you're gonna you're gonna feel better you're gonna know something and it's gonna help pretty much everybody around you please read a book absolutely and also audiobooks are books i just finished uh alphabet squadron listening to that and it was awesome so listening to books are as also counts as reading so if you are in a car and you're busy just listen to doesn't matter you can get it in however you need to don't don't take that ableist type crap from anybody and consuming a book any way whether you're listening to it or at using your eyes you're 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 reading a book so don't let anyone ever tell you otherwise absolutely um marcus what Mm -hmm. is the second step to success here for us at films black and white Listen to my album until then when it drops. <laughs> that is not the second test. But seriously, you are going to have to drink some water. We are at the peak of summer. Now, yeah, for those of us working in higher education, um, we are on a downhill. It's a downhill yeah, ride at this point. Because like after the 4th of July, you get right back into the the students are coming back and so you yep. know for us that's happening but right now as of right now at this moment we're at the peak of summer 100 something degrees outside um still better yeah. than snow but you got to drink your water you got to yeah. treat yourself to some water i had some water today from starbucks um shout out to starbucks i had some water today from starbucks it was terrible terrible bo- terrible bottle water <laughs> but i had some uh, i treated myself to some nice bottle water from casey's shout out to casey's and it was a fiji water it was phenomenal. So it does matter what water you drink. You know what I mean? And if you can't get your hands on any water, do what my mama says. Drink your spit. Okay. All right. I'm caught, <laughs> off, guard. I'm caught, off, caught off guard by that, but we're going to leave that there. So the third step is to just wash your ass. Um, so however you decide to do that, uh, there needs to be two things present. Some kind of soap and mm. some type of cloth between your hand and your ass. So yeah. just whatever you got to do to do it. Uh, if you got to Irish spring it, if you got to, if you got to just bar soap it, whatever you got to do, just wash your ass because Open being butter. in the middle of summer sweat moves. This is gravity, man. It moves mm-hmm. from top to bottom. It's going to flow that direction. Yeah. So just 
Do what Watch you got to do. And so find the soap that works for your ass. Everybody's got different types of skin. You know what I mean? So you got to find the, the one that works for you because it makes no sense to keep using soap that don't work for you. That means you're not really getting clean. Your ass ain't really getting clean. That's so true. find the soap that works for you. Absolutely. Well, that has been our show. Thank you for listening to a special episode where we covered Space Jam, A New Legacy. <laughs> we will be back next week to cover some news as well as some recommendations on what we're reading and what we are watching. Um, and until then, stay safe, stay healthy, and we will catch you all next week. Yep. <laughs>